All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bird Flock Podcast. Um, we're back for the first time in a while with a guest, uh, and it's uh, former Syracuse uh, college player, uh, the right tackle for your Montreal Alouettes, now a Grey Cup champion, Jamar McGloster. First off, how you doing, man? And thanks for joining mm-hmm. us. No problem. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Excited to be here. Been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, it has. I mean, a bunch of canceled episodes with you, but uh, happy we're finally doing it for sure. No doubt. Uh, first off, like I said, uh, Grey Cup champion. Uh, have mm-hmm. you kind of come down from, from that high, or are you still buzzing from, I guess it was about two months ago? Uh, so, like, uh, I still, like, can't believe it, like, um, like even even today, uh, in the weight room, we were like showing like different rings that other teams have had over the years, and I'm like, yo, like we really, we really won today, like like we really won, like, and they're like, yeah, we really won. Like, I'm like, that's crazy. Like I'm still like in awe of everything, but yeah, you know the the events and partying has 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 <laughs> has calmed down, but you know I think we still all all of us are still at a at a high. Yeah, speaking of that party. Um, I guess kind of for like a month after it seemed like you guys were always on Instagram and mm-hmm. everything. So, so the body kind of recovered from all that partying and everything, or what? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the liver was hurting for for a good minute, but now we back. <laughs> we back now. Yeah. So obviously, before um, we we hopped on and started recording, me and you were talking a little bit, and you you're you're now living in Montreal, kind of full time. And um, was that? why you kind of signed that extension so early obviously first of all congrats on the extension signing montreal you're signed till 20 through 2025 i think it is um Mm -hmm. so was that important to you to get it done early so that you could kind of settle in and um get a new place and everything uh no man no you know they decided to talk to me uh before the playoffs earlier they want to get a deal done long term early and uh just sat down. Uh, had I listened to what they had to say and listened to what I had to say, and it just uh, just so happened that it worked out the way it did. You know, right before the playoffs, and then uh, so it was kind of easy, easy for me to be like, okay, I'm gonna stay. You know, now that everything is done, I'm be here two years. You know, this is like this is now like my second home. So, you know, might as well stay, get acquainted, there, do stuff throughout the city. You know. And just stay trained. Training is free. Why go down back to the states and pay for a training when I could go? My strength and conditioning code PO is going to train for free. So yeah, so it's kind of a no brainer. There you go. And um, you know, coming into the season, things are. If you fast forward now, obviously you're the starting right tackle and and signed through an extension. They want you to be here. Starting the season, you started on the practice squad, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and then. You ended up starting nine games in the regular season, I think it was, and then throughout the throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of take us through that journey and how it progressed to you going from practice squad to starter oh. in the Great Cup and winning the Great Cup as the starting right tackle. Um, so going into training camp, I already knew uh, it was a battle, and I already knew they they liked Nick at left and. Uh, landing at right, so I was basically just battling, battling, battling. I was taking both side reps, all training camp, uh, first game, same both sides, second game, both sides. Uh, and then uh, I remember it really like cut day. You know, you know, if you don't, if, you, if you don't get a call, you you know you're good. You get a call, you know it's, it's bad. So I remember I'm just sitting there, and then 
my phone rings. I'm like, no way. They calling me. So, uh, you know, I go in and basically they just like, uh, you're like this close to starting, you know, like, uh, we want you to keep grinding. We want you to, you know, do what you gotta do. And the paper says practice squad, but we're going to give you more than, you know, practice squad people. So you're going to be right under active money wise. And, um, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do that then, you know, grind my way to the starting position. And then, um, yeah, we just go by, uh, I remember like, uh, like the, it just, the chemistry of the office wasn't, wasn't there yet and everything. The run game wasn't clicking. And, um, I think, I think Landon got hurt. Uh, forget what he heard. And then, you know, they threw me in, and I was, my first game was uh, Calgary. And, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I had two great games, and then um, and then the second game was Hamilton. We won both games. Uh, the game against Hamilton, I was, like, I was right tackle of the week at PFF. Um, yeah, and then that was Stanback's first 100-yard game that season. You know, we ran through them boys, and then – um. Then I went back down, uh, which I wasn't expecting. I thought they would at least put me on one game or something like that, and they put me back on practice squad. So I'm like, you know, they gave they gave teams a uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they 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 made me available for teams to take me. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't, expecting that. you know, I'm like, oh, I just had two great games. Like, so, you know, this that might be a bad idea, but uh, they told me that they would protect me and everything like that, and um. Yeah, season goes on. We play Toronto, SAS. I think right after uh, after after the BC one, I think landing went down again. And the first game was that I played again was Toronto there, then Toronto here, and then Calgary and everything. And yeah, it was like after I got that that second time, it was it was it was over. Like uh. Yeah, I just felt like uh, after like my Toronto after the second Toronto game where we got like the field goal block to the end, I felt like uh, the game was like I felt like yeah, this it's my time, you know, like uh, game has slowed down for me. Like I'm like yeah, like you know, this is my time. So uh, yeah, we've gone, we've gone, and then you know, Moss tells me like uh, like you the you were the tackle for the rest of the year, so you know it's time to ball, and um. Yeah, because I think they put Landon on six, six on six game, and then I'm oh yeah, yeah like I got you. Um, and ever, ever since then, it was it was over. Uh, got to the playoffs. Um, first game against first game against Hamilton was flawless. I, I didn't lose not one one pass rep. Uh, <laughs> and then, but I ended up like hurting my uh, hand. I don't know if you could see in the games. I was wearing a cast the last mm-hmm. two games. Uh, yeah, I ended up like tearing like a little ligament or whatever in my hand um so I had to wear a cast but yeah man I could I was gonna miss I was gonna miss I was gonna miss those games for <laughs> for anything like uh just the emotion from all, all games like Toronto game I, I cried at the end you know the Grey Cup I cried at the end just because like you know my like many people don't know my journey you know what I'm saying and what I went through to get here you know what I'm saying and a lot of people doubted me 
you know, because I, I, I didn't start, I didn't play football as a young kid. I started playing football in college. So I was kind of late to the party, late, uh, late developing and everything. But I always had good feet and I always was, and I always was athletic. You know, you know, this year was the biggest I've been. I was, I was like 360 at the end of the year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't tell. I was still moving the same, everything. So uh, yeah, this, this, this season, like really, you know, and then when, and then, I don't know if you know, Winnipeg had cut me in 19. BC mm -hmm. had cut me in uh, 22. So I was really like, you know, this is this is a revenge tour. So I'm like, either one I've seen the Grey Cup, this is this got to be like a revenge tour type thing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it was just uh, a lot of emotion, especially after the Grey Cup when it was, it was crazy. But that's like sort of my journey summed up, you know, almost. Yeah, obviously, uh, we're happy to have you here. You did, like you said, you did the, a great job. Um, obviously, earning the extension. Um, gonna start on the hand. Is the hand like back to full health and and everything? Or yeah, yeah, it can go back and everything. Everything good. Yeah, it was a small ligament, so no, no, uh, so no surgery, nothing like that. Nah, perfect. And then uh, kind of going back to Moss and him telling you that you know this is uh, your your job for the rest of. The year did that you think that added more pressure on you or did you, you think it felt like weight off your shoulders that you finally you know they saw what you saw in yourself um i feel like it was it was it was pressure but you know it wasn't a lot you know i had a lot of confidence in myself you know because we were racking up momentum racking up games and so was i racking up momentum and everything but it, it was a little bit of pressure because you know because you know how good of a, of a tackle Landon, Landon is, like Landon Rice is, and he, he you know he's spectacular. He's a, he's a spectacular vet. Been doing it at a high level for a long time and everything. So uh, you know, I just wanted to make I just want to make sure Moss and him were proud of me. You know, going going out there and you know he he you know the offense wasn't missing a beat with me being out there. So I think I I did I did well. So everybody's happy. Yeah, for sure. And and like you said, the momentum started getting going, and two big guys that I would kind of say and I'm sure you would agree that helped the momentum for the team in general not uh not the offense specifically but the additions of Lemon and Sankey um what did that do in the locker room when those two vets kind of came in and and you know got the got the boys going I guess uh it was it was great um when Lemon came you know I had heard you know I had heard about him never really I think I played him in a preseason game with BC um but it's preseason nobody really you know, taste serious, but uh, yeah, uh, you know the the, the D line hadn't been producing at at a high level. It was I mean producing high level, but it wasn't producing how it was after that. So you know, we were excited to see what he can do. We know he was a vet coming in, and he's bought he's bought a, a ton of leadership and just a ton of you know. Don't take you know anything for granted. You know what I'm saying. Like, you know, like he was, he'd been top dog in this league for years, you know, but for some reason he got released from BC, you know, I don't know what happened over there. And uh, he's waiting on his call and then he got his call. And since, since game one <laughs> that him got in the field, he just was making, making everything happen. And, you know, we asked him, man, like, how do you, like, how do you still move like that? How do you still play the high level one? He just like, man, should I train? I pray, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, like hopefully at 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 that, you know, when I get up there, I could do the same. But uh he bought a lot of leadership. Sankey bought a lot of leadership, you know, being a champion and you know, it was XFL. Uh mm -hmm. 
you know, he he was known to, you know, to handle business, you know, and he was the, the leading tackling up the leading tackle up here before when he when he played up here. So uh both of them both like just a ton of leadership, you know, and it just made everybody, you know, we made them feel at home. They made us feel like we could do it. You know, especially Sankey. Sankey gave us a lot of good speeches. Lemon gave us a lot of good speeches. Just them, just having those two on, on the defense were just was just phenomenal for us. And, and you know, you saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely did. Yeah. I, I always say that I've never seen two kind of additions midseason that that helped the team more than that. Mm -hmm. But I want to I want to talk about that statement that he said that. Kind of, if, if you're not with us, you're against us, and and we're gonna run the table and win the Super Bowl. Ah, win the Great Cup. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, was that discussed in the locker room, or did he just go out and say that, and then you guys kind of rallied behind that? That what he said. Nah, he uh, he went he went he went and said that he went they didn't say that, but then when he came back, he was like, if I think I think one of the speeches was if you don't believe, I, I think right before I don't forget what game it was for right before, but he said even though. Know, He's like, if you don't believe what I said is true, then you shouldn't be here. He's like, no, you're right. You're right. Because the, the 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 end, the goal at the end of the season is to win the Great Cup. So if you don't believe that, then yeah, you shouldn't be here. You know, we should win every game that we step on the field and play. And yeah, that's how that played out. He when I said it, I seen it all over Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then next, thing you know, he had a game and he was saying, he was like, if you don't believe it, if you don't believe what I said is true, you shouldn't be here. And that's. Yeah, that's how I carried out. Uh, and going back to Lemon, I'm not sure, obviously, how how your practices work out and, and how much you really went against him. But mm -hmm. uh, it, it, how much did he kind of help your game? Like you said, a CFL legend, probably a guy that's going to be a Hall of Famer and going against him. I don't know, like I said, how often you did. But did that mm -hmm. did going against a great help your game and, and how? Oh, yeah. I went against him every day. <laughs> every day, uh you know, he's a great, great savvy vet. Uh great to like uh he actually helped me it's a great, great it's a, that's a good question. Yeah, he, he actually helped me go against Flo, number seven from Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like, you know, like I trained with Flo, you know, Flo like my son. <laughs> so when it was time to play Toronto and play Flo, uh he kinda helped me like Locking on his game and know his tendencies and everything like that. We like sat down and he told me everything. Oh, the running back is on this side. He's gonna do this and stuff like that. So he kind of like got me to uh excel in that matchup. And you know that matchup really, <laughs> really uh everybody 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 is usually afraid of that matchup, but I I wasn't at all in any of the games. And this big part was because of Lemon and even in practice like uh. Some of the moves he's all the moves he's done in the game. Don't trust me. He said he's hit me with the same moves in practice. Not as successful as they were in the game. So you know, <laughs> I'm not going for that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, like I've seen I've seen it all. But like he has some some great some great D line moves, uh, especially for his age. He can still he can still bend. He can still make do this do that. Um, and he also gave me like a. I'm gonna say it's it worse than the 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 wrist and, and uh the wrist injury and practice one day, one day he was went he went for an interception like on the line and he jumped and kicked me right in the nuts and like it was so bad that we Moss Moss trying to move the ball up but I was in the way he was like no he just ended it was like in the practice he's in the practice he's like in the practice and he let Jamar break us up and I'm on the ground like just <laughs> I got 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was fun going against him every day in practice. And he he loves cracking jokes. Like he's he's, he's a jokester, like a uh, funny guy, good teammate. Like he's a great player, but he's a, he's he's a, he's an even better teammate. So it was, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And going to kind of your leader on the offensive side, we talked about mm-hmm. Sankey speeches and Lemon speeches. We want to talk about Cody Fajardo's speech. The fuck <laughs> we just watched. Obviously, everybody knows about that now. Um, how much did it mean to you guys in the locker room? Uh, obviously, I'm sure it was going on all year, but for your leader, especially in the offense, and and most would say probably for the team, for him to stand up and basically be ready to run through a wall for that championship, how much did it mean to the rest of the guys in that room? Uh, it meant a lot because um, we know uh, we know how hard Cody works. Um, he's not really the most vocal person. Uh, you know, as you think quarterbacks are like the most vocal, they got to be doing this, doing that. His his actions speak louder than his words. Uh, he doesn't curse. So that was like what got us like all like out of our seats. Like, whoa, what did he just say? <laughs> and he just said, fuck you. Like, what's going on? Like, like, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that, that kind of, that hyped us up because I mean, we know he, he, he doesn't curse and he said he'd been there before and, you know, it, Everybody was down him in the beginning of the season. See, everybody was down all of us in the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. He's ranked last. So uh that speech really, really uh got us going because he is he is our leader. You know, he will be our leader for years to come. Um and he was just and we were just ready after that, you know. Cause you know, it's it's a long week at the for the Great Cup. It's a long week in Hamilton, you know, you could just it, everything could just be like, uh, okay. But that that definitely like woke us up. And we were like, you know what? We gotta win, you know, for each other. And you know what I'm saying? And we got a lot of we got a lot of fans back home that need 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 this as well. So um that speech was like I think that was the point where you're like, okay, we gotta go out there and ball. Yeah, and, and then obviously the ultimate leader, the ultimate, I guess, underdog. OC was fired in Saskatchewan, came in here, head coach, first year mm-hmm. guy, Jason Moss. You guys seem to to gather around him really quickly. What was it about him that you guys just were so uh, locked in from day one with him? Uh, uh, I don't know. He bought like a different way of like doing things. Like we had uh, games in the locker room that we played all the time. It was called Bird's Nest, uh, you know, like uh, ping pong, uh, I can't. My mom's blinking right now. Uh, the other thing, blinking. But we had like mini basketball and everything, and we did that, and that kind of helped the team bond even more and helped us bond with him because he was so fired up about it. We were fired up about it, you know. Like every Friday before the game, you know, we doing that and everything. Uh, we were we we're learning French with him. We we're doing all things. Uh, and, you know, he's a he's a very He's a great coach. He's a very smart, smart man. Uh, you know, he played quarterback. You know, all quarterbacks are insanely smart. Uh, um, he's brought a different dynamic to the to the team, and uh, he's also very intense. You know what I'm saying? So he he'll get you fired up quick, and uh, it's all about how you um, how you take it. But everything he he says is uh, is to help. You know, so. Yeah, he just bought like a different dynamic. The bird's nest really got us all clicking together. I mean, it made us go out there and play for one another. And, you know, I met dudes on the team that 
I probably wouldn't. I probably would have never knew their name at the end of the season if it wasn't for Bird's Nest, you know, because uh, it was. It made us not be clicked up. It made us everybody all like I can go out with anybody on the team and feel like you know, like oh yeah, like I know you, you know what I'm saying. Instead of being like yeah, you're on my team, but like what's your name, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so uh, yeah, he's a he's he's a phenomenal coach, phenomenal leader, and uh, it was easy to rally behind him because of what he's done from day one and. That's give give his all to us, and we so it's easy to give for us to give our all to him. So, yeah, and and you've seen in the off season, I guess now everyone's kind of running it back a little bit. Uh, a bunch of you mm-hmm. guys have resigned, and the big names, kind of the starters on defense, and and the big names on offense are running it back. Um, one name that has not been signed yet. And you kind of talked about him earlier and, and how he was so explosive when when you kind of stepped in. It seems that you and William Stanback have kind of gained a, a mm-hmm. big-time friendship uh, the way that I, we could see that on your Instagrams and stuff. Have you had a chance to talk to him at all and, and where his head's kind of at? And is, is he coming back to Montreal? Uh, yeah, you know, Stanback's like my brother. Uh, I call his kids my, you know, my godchildren. Um, yeah, like... It's hard, man. It's, it's it's hard because uh, I know the I know the like position he's in. You know, uh, you know, I know he he loves this city. He's been here for five plus years. He's gave his all to this city. Um, but now it's it's a it's a time where you know he produced, but he didn't produce uh maybe as much as you know coaches and everybody else wanted or or as much as he wanted. So um now it's his contract year. He's already the he he's already the highest paid. So uh yeah, he's gonna gonna have to talk. I know he's supposed to meet with um uh I think uh the Owls next week or something like that. We'll see how that goes. Um but I think he's gonna test free agency definitely. Um but from what I've seen, there's a lot of stuff going on in the league. I feel like we got the the best chance because it's a lot of it's too much stuff going on. I'm a, I, I I be telling them I'm like I'm like you don't want to go through all this drama with all this other stuff. You gonna have to go to another team learn a, learn a different playbook and do this. Like it's that's not cool. And I'm like you just want a great club. Why would you want to leave? You know what I'm saying? Like that's. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's just 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 let y'all know it's been on his mind heavy. So he's not like trying to you know uh do anything he just you know it's been as my heavy he he wants to come back he loves the city he's not like you know f montreal or something like that he loves the city he's ready just got you know the the numbers have to add up you know he has he has a family that he has to mm-hmm. feed and stuff like that two kids a wife so it has to just add up yeah and, and obviously he uh say what you want about the numbers but he's still to me kind of the face of this franchise he's angry <laughs> And uh, an important part, and like we said before, everyone's kind of running it back. Um, put him aside for a second. All the guys that already signed, um, obviously, you guys did win. But how how much of a of a boost is it to know that now you can really run it back with all the guys that that resigned, knowing that you you guys can can go back to back Grey Cup champs? Uh, it feels good, you know. Um... I'm not gonna lie, when I seen everybody be signed, I'm like, you know what? Thank God I don't gotta go against these <laughs> some of these guys on the other on the other side. But um yeah, it just feels good uh to know that we're gonna have majority of the team back and uh you know, 
now now there's no oh we gotta work on chemistry the chemistry is there especially o-line you know everybody's back everybody's like there's nothing there's nothing changing our quarterback is back you know we lost austin you know to the falcons but i'm pretty sure somebody's going to step up and step in and it's going to be another great great receiver coming in you know who knows what's going to happen in free agency i know a lot of it's a lot of good dudes in free agency i just seen just now like that uh what td jake is really got released so yeah you know, it's a lot of a lot of names out there that could, you know, possibly do stuff, uh, do 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 things for the team. Um, but yeah, it felt good to see everybody resign. You know, because that lets me know that everybody's happy. You know, that's that's all really you want to see with your team. Happy, you know, happy dudes play play well <laughs> when they're happy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it felt really good, especially because you know my boy Bev, he's from Jersey like me, so I was happy to see when he <laughs> when he signed back. Yeah. Um... I don't know if this is kind of breaking news or if you knew this, but apparently Luol Uguak was just taken off the off the Alouettes roster. Apparently he uh, worked out for the Tampa Bay Bucks, so I don't know what's happening there. But do mm-hmm. you kind of have any source of uh, if he's going to the NFL also with Mac or? He he was taken off. Apparently, yeah. Apparently he was taken off the roster and worked out with the Bucks. So look, hopefully for him he makes the Bucks roster, but hopefully yeah, for, for us he's well, back. I don't know. Law had one. Moose Moose had one. What well, Reg had like five. Stubblefield had like five mm-hmm. workouts. Um, you know, I'm, I mean, I hope all of them get signed to a to an NFL team. That's you know, because that's the that's the that's the goal at the end of the day. You know, so, you know, uh, that's the big big leagues. I mean, we the big leagues, but that's you know that's you know that's a whole nother level down there. So, uh, I would I would love to you know see them like do do their thing and make a team and make all the money they want in life and just, you know, be, be, be the best player they can be. So I, I, I wish them all the best for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, obviously, I think I, I said in the last episode, we want these guys to go go out and, and get paid and, and live their dream in the NFL, but definitely would not be upset if they came back wearing an Alouette's uniform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be, yeah, at all. I wouldn't be upset at all. <laughs> yeah. And we're definitely not upset uh, that you're running it back and all those guys are running back, but, uh, this is the end of the interview. We just want to, once again, thanks for hopping on with us. I'm sure we're going to keep in touch throughout the season, throughout the off season. So like I said before, congrats on the extension. Happy you're here. Thank you. Appreciate you.